It's Bradley Buzzed with Kyla and Jason. Ooh, I've missed that. Man, it's been a few weeks. Yeah, it's been a, yeah, actually a few. I was thinking a couple, but. uh, Isn't that the same thing? No, a couple is two. A few is three or more. No. Swear. A few is also two. You don't, absolutely not. Give that shit a Google right now. Okay, I will. Yeah, look up. What is the definition of few? And I guarantee you it says three or more. A couple is two. Hmm. I can't wait to find out who agrees with me on this. What is a few? (laughs) Uh, I can't believe I've Googled this. A small number. Um, Quantify a few. Oh, someone actually asked, does few mean two or three? Well, many would agree that few means three or more. The dictionary definition is not many, but more than one. Bullshit. Well, that is from (laughs) powersource.com. So how many is a few? That sounds as reliable as Wikipedia. (laughs) Wikipedia is decently reliable. can be, but at any point you can go in and edit it. Yeah. Oh, we got to trust the old uh, Webster Dictionary, right? I'd like to think so. All right. Few. Pronoun, plural, and construction. All right. Uh, not many persons or things. Um, wow. Wow. This is going to take a, a, a deeper study. All right. Well, we'll come back to it. <clears throat> what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking Knob Creek maple. Mm, good stuff. It's You've tasty. had that before. I've had that before, yes. Um, I, I've had one space camper as well. That was a stress beer after my uh, fiasco. What a fucking fiasco tonight has been for Jason Bradley, let me just yeah. tell you. And we don't have enough time to talk about all no. of it because it's not ooh, worth it. Mm-mm. Boy, I thought I was going to. I mean, I think at one point I was like, how about you just walk back out, take a deep breath, and come back in? Not literally, but I was thinking in my head, maybe we should replay mm, this. Yeah. That was probably would have been some smart advice. Whatever. We're good now. You had yeah. that space camper. You're uh yeah. one whiskey in. Yeah. And here we are, back yep. recording. And the shortest version I can think of is basically I brought some equipment home. I forgot my wallet when I went to the store. The store is only a block away. I came back to get my wallet, brought the equipment. I was sweaty. I was angry. Yeah, it was a whole deal. It was a. It, it was a. Like they would say Memphis. What a deal. What a deal. I will say because you brought up the equipment, I gotta touch on it really quick because I've posted a couple pictures. But my husband, husband of the year, every year really, but especially this year, we started this podcast journey and. We were um, borrowing some equipment from work because, you know, COVID. (laughs) We weren't using it at work. And um, it was important for me, and I think him too, and I won't speak for him, but to keep this podcast going once we went back to work. Well, as we open back up, equipment goes back to work. It is not ours to use. Um, And babe bought me... Didn't say me, but us. It was really for me. Um, our own podcast equipment. So we now have a full rack and everything that connects and wireless microphones. And we can have up to, you know, two extra guests just with this setup. I got new headphones that are really mm-hmm. cool and sound really great. And they look good too. And by the way, if there's anyone, and there's a few people I know that listen to this that have any, like any idea of live music production or just production in general, uh, uh, recording studios, the fact that my wife just said he got us a new rack <laughs> and was not talking about breast <laughs> augmentation, was literally talking about the fact that this equipment isn't a rack. And for most of you that don't know, that's what if you see like on stage or like a live band somewhere there's a bunch of stuff blinking and doing weird things um it's most likely in what we call a rack in the industry so it's legit um, a rack of equipment and yeah technological devices (laughs) technological 
that's I love that word. We've used that word so many times in this podcast. I but, know. But yeah. I'm really excited about it. Thank you, yeah. sweetheart. You're welcome. It was very thoughtful of you to do this. And um anything to keep you off my ass, you know what I'm saying? I don't think I would have been on you, but <laughs> I just want you to know I appreciate it. So thank you. Well, I know uh keeping my dreams alive here. Yeah, I know. Like I know you you've always wanted to do a podcast and ironically enough, uh not only have I enjoyed the uh as you would say, the technical lot. I can't even say that word. <laughs> um, te- technological. Is that right? Technological. Yeah. yeah so that Pretty word, close. not only have I enjoyed that aspect of it and uh, doing the editing and producing, but I've actually had a good time. Good. You know? I love this. I, I Sometimes it forces us to sit down and have conversation instead of like me just going straight to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, if, and, you know, I, I doubt this podcast ever gets to a level of uh, bloopers. Um, they could be fun. They could be really fun. If you, if Maybe we just hold those for like social media. Like we yeah. don't like, you know, release them on the podcast airwaves. But maybe you know, they're just for like social. Maybe once we move to our subscription status, which is going to cost 94 cents a month, um, those <laughs> members will get the bloopers. We're not even close. No, and that is also not our goal. This is uh, honestly purely for know. fun. Yeah, yeah, totally for fun. At least for me, right now. Um. Okay. Well, you know, like we said, it's been a few weeks. Um, and I think that it's important, you know, that we just tell you why, because I'm a very uh, regimen, consistent person. I like a schedule. My goal for this podcast, and you know, we're still we're still very much learning. Um, but my goal is that we do it every week, and that we release it on the same day every week. And although that hasn't happened a hundred percent, we're still learning. But we've taken a few weeks off, and you know, like so many people, um, organizations, companies, uh, entities. I mean. Every one right now in the United States, and not even just the United States, but the world is, you know, taking a step back and just kind of trying to get um, their bearings. And there's a lot going on in our world. There's a lot going on in our country. Um, There's a lot going on in our city. And like so many other people, we felt that it was necessary to pause we needed to take a minute and um, really gather our thoughts and listen and hear and absorb what is happening. Um, and not to say that it's just that everything that's going on is just now happening. Um, it's... And I hope that people understand that what I'm saying is is my personal um, opinions and my personal take. Um, the racial injustice that we're all seeing and reading about and hearing about right now is not something that has is just now kind of happening. This has been going on for a long time. And... Um, <clears throat> It's something that we're all kind of just really taking in right now. There's a, there's a lot happening in the media. There's a lot, you know, it's it's refreshing and, and different to see so many people talking about this issue and all of the issues that surround it. And so um, we felt like it wasn't right um, to have conversations last week or the week before that, um, about all of this going on. And yeah. And I, I, I also think that, um, you know, with so much going on, um, I don't know if our, our minds would have been the right spot to, to sit down and have a conversation on our, our podcast couch, which is also our normal couch. Um, just because like we, we've had nightly daily um, conversations about everything going on and 
we, we, you know, we've kind of schooled each other too, you know, in ways, meaning, you know, like one of us gets frustrated with something going on and then the, the other person has a different opinion and we've, we've in a weird way by doing our own individual um, conversations and education, um, you know, we've educated each other too, but I, I, I totally, I don't think um, we could have put out a, a something worth listening to in the last two weeks, to be honest. No, and it, <clears throat> not to say that like our podcast, like so many people listen that it like takes their attention away from fucking real world issues. I, I'm not implying that. Jason is not implying that. Um, it just didn't feel right to sit on our couch together and have conversations that we would normally have. Um, and I needed to, and I say I, because I, I'm not going to speak for my husband, but um, I needed to really process and think through my thoughts and how I communicated my thoughts and how I um, spoke. And, you know, it's a, it's a very, um, what's happening is very sensitive and it affects everyone. It affects everyone. It's, it's not, you know, one race. It's not one side. You know, I keep hearing this side and that side. And to me, and in my opinion, it is not one side or the other. And, um, so we took a break to really gather our thoughts and gather, um, you know, how we kind of want to move forward and what this next episode is going to be. And we don't want to spend too much time, but, um, I, I do want to say that, in this time and, and not just in this time, not in these, in these days, in this month, even just in 2020, but I want to encourage, you know, everyone that listens and that's not that many people, but everyone that listens, you know, my family, my friends, my colleagues, you know, everyone, I hope that what we get out of all of this is that we just start having conversations um, that we start talking to one another, that we start listening to one another and really listening, not just, not just sitting and, and I've got an ear open and, and I hear you speaking, but listening and absorbing and um, thinking about it and coming back with questions and, and all of these things. I, I just feel like right now more than ever and, and even in the, in the near future and in the, in the future just in general, we as a human race need to start having real, um, compassionate, honest, hard conversations with one another. And until we're a little uncomfortable, we really can't, I don't feel like we're being honest with each other and we're not understanding each other. And, um, and I just hope that with all of this going on, that we as people decide to start having those conversations. And it's not just, you know, something that's happening now. And it's not something, you know, a black box that we're posting on our Instagrams. Um, but that we really continue to do the work to get to know um, our, our friends, our families, our communities um, by having real conversations and and that's really where I'm going to end it. And I hope that, um, other people, you know, are on board with that because what I've learned is that I don't know a lot about a lot. And the only way that I can educate myself and not come off as insensitive or ignorant or stupid or whatever you want to describe that as is to have conversations and educate myself. And there is nothing what I've learned and I will, I know I'm rambling at this point, but I think it's important. My husband's over here, like ready to jump on the mic. And no, I'm just like, no, hang I mean, on, hang on. No, I'm listening. Keep going. <laughs> um, you know, I was, I'm lucky enough that I was able to sit down with a few girlfriends of mine from college um, that are a mix of different backgrounds, biracial, uh, black, one is married to a Mexican. Um, and I don't even know if that's the right, <laughs> the right way to say that, but um you know, I would love to talk to these ladies where other people can hear it, but it was very important for me to have a very private conversation because I don't know the right things to say. 
I don't know the right questions to ask. All I know is that I have only good intentions in my heart and I want to do better. I want to be better and I need help from my community and my friends and my family to do that. And sometimes that means asking hard questions and sometimes that means sounding really stupid and that's okay. And I think other people need to know that it's okay to maybe not know what you're saying or maybe to say something that might sound insensitive, but that's not where it's coming from. Um, And so I just, to wrap all of that up, I just hope that, you know, we can all have conversations and not be afraid to have the hard, uncomfortable conversations and say the things that maybe we don't mean in the way that they come out, but it's the only way we know how to say them and, and that everybody can have an open heart and, and an open mind. And, and that that really gets, you know, all of us as humans to a, to a better place in this country, to a better place. And, um, yeah, I'm going to stop there. No. And, and I'm just going to piggyback for a quick second, you know, like during that conversation, you were saying, you know, that, you mentioned one of the friends that you talked to, um, her husband is Mexican and you questioned yourself. Is that the right term? And that makes me think of like, we all need to be, um, free and willing to have conversations without feeling restricted of not knowing what the proper terminology is. Obviously we all know what hateful terminology is 100%. You know, there's words out there that we'll, we'll never say on this podcast. And I wish I, 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 I hope I never hear again, but there's definitely derogatory terms for all races out there. However, it's so hard right now to have these conversations because when you do it, whether it be uh, personally or on social media, especially social media, like you put yourself out there and I've, I've been doing this for a while and I will tell you, I'm a different person um, as far as my education and, um, and I'm not talking about going to college, y'all. I'm not, but as far as what I have been told by people that I've had conversations with that have different backgrounds and are different races from me have, have been more beneficial to my life, have been more beneficial to my view of the world um, than anything in college could ever teach you. But during that process, while we've been having these conversations, like I used to tippy toe. Do I say African American or black? Do I say Mexican? You know, all these things. And, and, and I honestly don't ever intend to sound like Kyla said, ignorant um, or rude or, or, you know, whatever. And there's so, I'll get to that in a second, but by having these conversations, by going direct and, and engaging friends who are not the same race as me or don't come from the same background and you got to seek those, the right ones out though. You, you know, there, there's ones out there who do not want to have an engaging educational enlightening experience with you they they're angry and that's fine. And that's okay. That is totally okay. You got, you have to understand that and that's fine. You're going to move on from that. But every once in a while you meet someone who is willing to have an honest conversation with you. Who's not going to get mad at you and call you names just because you don't know. And they, and they help educate you. And, and man has my perspective over the last I guess I've been in Casey now 13 years, 14 years. My perspective and my worldview and and just my whole life's changed. And I I just got to say, like, that's that's what we need now. Everyone needs to be doing those things. Not and don't let this don't let this whole um, the situation right now die out. Everyone goes back to, to normal. People have to be willing and I'm not saying you walk up to someone random and say, hey, let's talk about this, <laughs> you know? But we have to be willing to have these conversations. Once you befriend someone, if they're not from your background, 
that should be one of your best friends because you will learn more from them. I mean, I will never, ever have better friends than from my hometown. But how, but I have, what am I going to learn from them? We have the same background, you know? Yeah. Um, and, well, and, and it doesn't have to be just about, you know, race or religion or it's politics. It's everything. Like, I think that's what makes things so great is you learn things outside of your comfort zone. And you can only do that by having conversations. You know, I was thinking like, what the fuck would happen if everybody got off social media for 48 hours? And that doesn't sound like a long time, but 48 hours. And they stopped watching and engaging with the media. And we all just text or called each other and had honest conversations. Like the media channels would implode. They would be at a loss because their goal is to pin people Mm -hmm. against each other and then have people that are engaging and creating arguments and finding differences. And it's like, why don't I just pick up the phone and call you and say, listen, I have questions. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with having questions. There's nothing wrong with not knowing there's nothing wrong with admitting that you don't know. Yeah. But but what's wrong in all of this is hate. Yeah, and there's and there's think thankfully there's more love to go around than there is hate, but there's still a lot of hate. And you know, one thing I just uh, during my rant um, that I touched on was um kind of like people being afraid to talk on social media. Um I I can't tell you how many times I meet someone in person or run into them and they tell me physically face to face that, Hey, I really love what you say on social media or, um, I totally agree with you, but I don't see them interacting that way with me on social media, but I totally understand why they're scared. You know, like one, like, one like on something, and I'm not saying like, listen, I'm, I, I have like 12 friends on social media, but what my point is like, I, for, for a long time now, have been engaging in these conversations that have been difficult and have oftentimes made myself uncomfortable and made my wife even more uncomfortable because while I enjoy the banter back and forth, I'm not trying to change anyone's perspective, but I'm open to them changing mine. And it's happened so many times, so many times. So um, I'm not saying like now's the time for everyone to do, to like to get on social media and to say what they want to say, but you have to be willing, whether it be privately or through messages or whatever, just to have the conversations. If you have one friend who's not like you, doesn't have the same background, just engage. Yeah. Because I tell you what, I've been brought to tears a few times by people who don't have the same background or aren't the same race, and we have this honest conversation. And I can't think of a single memory in high school learning anything that was more instantly impactful to me than the conversations I've had with human beings that aren't like me. Yeah, totally. I think that um, if we can all just start reaching out to each other, having real conversations, not being defensive, coming into conversations um, with a little bit more love and a little less hate and a little bit more understanding and a little less defensiveness, um, more positivity, less negativity, I think that things can change. Um, I believe that. I, I've watched people change. I've watched myself learn and grow and my perspective change. And, um, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. But um, I think the country's at a good place. And I just hope that as a nation, we can somehow come together and not everybody's going to agree on everything and that will never fucking happen. But I just hope that we can all have love for one another and respect for respect, respect for one another. And, um, that goes in every direction, um, every which way let's all be understanding that, you know, we don't all know 
how to say what we are thinking or how to ask the questions we want to ask. And we don't know how to educate you and tell you. And we understand that it's not, you know, some people's jobs to educate and it's not some people's jobs to ask the question. Like, it's just like, like, let's just come together at some point. Yeah. And I will, um, you know, like one thing that I recently heard a couple of days ago, I was going to pick up Sailor and I'm listening to like a local radio station and they were talking about George Floyd and all that good stuff. And, you know, it was a great conversation. And the, the, the male host of the show was very apprehensive about taking a call because he's, he's actually normally like kind of conservative or middle of the road type of guy. I'd say maybe more of a centrist. He takes the call and the call's like, why is it no one talking about the fact that he's been to jail or prison for cocaine, all this stuff. And um, I can't mention him by name, but the radio host was like, but what's your point? Why, why should we talk about that? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he literally was wanted for murder at that point. There's, we have a justice system and <laughs> we have a way to, to go about convicting people that do things bad. Um, but there, there are people out there right now who are literally, and I'm thankfully it's a very small amount of people, but there are people that are like, kind of like, eh, you know, like he's got a history. Well, that doesn't matter. Can you imagine how many of us out there in this world have a history? You know, how many of us have, uh, you know, maybe, did something when we were 18 and we drove a hundred miles per hour and we got a, we got pulled over and we got charged with some kind of like reckless, whatever. We've all done some stuff we yes. shouldn't have done. And then, and then you get pulled over 15 years later and like, Oh, I noticed on your record 15 years ago, you drove like a maniac and they, they try to insinuate something and you know, Walmart do not come for me for the deodorant <laughs> that I stole when I was 12 on accident. Walmart, you could afford it. Um, they spent like a billion dollars on a loss prevention company. Every I day. mean. But I will, um, I will, I will wrap that up with, uh, I need another drink. Bradley buzzed. So, so much. As we've talked about a lot, um, and I think that, you know, we're both on the same page and for the most part. And, uh, you know, we just, I think our big goal is that everybody just, you know, do their part. Listen, be good people. Um, take action when you can take action. Ask questions when you can ask questions. Don't be afraid to sound dumb. Um, and um, we all make mistakes, mm -hmm. you know. I stole deodorant. And... Um, it's not the only thing I've stolen. Oh, and a belly button <laughs> ring. We talked about that already. But, yeah. you know, we, we all make mistakes. We can't be judged later down the road for those mistakes. And we can't, you know, not learn from them. You know, we're human beings. So we learn from our mistakes. We grow. We age. We have experience. Um, and that's across the board. And it doesn't matter who you are. But um, as long as we're continuing to do that, I think we're on the right path. So And... By engaging in these conversations, you're taking a risk. We all know that. Sure. Um, but but it's worth it. It is worth it. And at the end of the day, you have to you have to remember that the people that you know, the people that you've actually had the face-to-face -face conversations with or that you went to college with or that you've been friends with, they know. They, they know who you are just by hanging out with them. They know who you are just by your, like, they know your character. You know what I mean? So there's going to be some, some people on social media that don't know you, have never actually met you, sure. that are going to jump on you and do this and um, say a lot of names and, and whatever. And but, if you don't know my character or if you, you know, don't know the, another person's character or you question some things that they say, don't be afraid to ask, like, hey, what made you say that? Mm -hmm. Or... Why do you feel comfortable saying that? Or why, why do you think that way? Or, hey, I think this way. Or, hey, I find, I find offense to that, and that, this is why. Yeah. 
I think we all just have to be better about having conversations. It's so simple. Let's just talk to each other and let's learn from it. And then I think by that, we do we do better. Totally agree. And that's where I'm going to leave it. Yeah. All right. So we're going to backtrack a little bit um, and revisit the old COVID-19. I know some people have forgotten about it. <laughs> it's almost like it went away for a little bit, but it's not gone away. Still real life. Some of us are still uh, seeing the effects of it, uh, specifically like in the entertainment world. Yeah. And I don't mean stripper world, but. Uh, well, I mean, they're probably hurting the worst. Maybe not, though. I think they can get back open. 50% capacity. Well, if they're smart, about three months ago, they would have been doing some uh, live streaming, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I think that's called pornography. <laughs> oh. Truth. Anyway, um, I hope everyone's doing well. I hope everyone's healthy. And uh, I'm excited. Again, this is my personal opinion. And I'm just going to say on my personal social media platforms, I was like, everybody stay at home. Everybody do your part. Like, blah, 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 blah. And now I'm the person that's like, all right, we got to get back to life. We got to start getting things going. Like... Our economy's got to get back. Like, we, we just got to start living again. So come at me if you want to, or don't. I appreciate it if you don't. Uh, but um, I'm ready for, for life to resume. I know that things are a little different for you, Mr. Bradley, as far as work yeah. and, you know, what, what keeps us going. And yeah, how are you feeling about all this? Um, I mean, I think I'm just as confused as, as anyone else. Um, whether COVID's still a thing or well, I mean, if it's not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously it's, uh, it's, it's still a thing, but it's, you know, it's like every day, not every day, but every couple of days something comes out and it's, um, it's a new report or, you know, it's a new, like, like, you know, justifiable and, and uh, scientific thing, and you read about it, and you kind of get excited, and then the next day someone else comes around and says, oh, no, and listen, I get how science works. You know, um, if my job is, as a scientist, um, is reliant on funding and being reputable, I'm going to always err on the side of caution. You know, like if I'm a, um, was an epidemic, epidemiologist or epidemic I, I don't know how to say it no i think you're right on so i'm not good with my words but <laughs> if i'm in that profession i'm not gonna like analyze some new virus and be like ah, shit i think we're all good i don't doesn't seem big <laughs> um, big deal to me meet y'all at applebee's later for fucking some frozen marks no that's not going to be my thing because totally sounds like me aside from the <laughs> applebee's part <laughs> Because at the end of the day, if you're like, not a big deal, y'all, this thing is not shit. And then it kills millions of people. Well, I mean, not only is your career done, but you might as well just buy a hut on some weird island. You know what I mean? Like, it's terrifying. Um, but we all know science works in progressive ways. Like, every day in science, you learn new things. So this whole COVID thing's changing every day. Um one thing I can speak to, because I'm not a scientist, I read a lot of science stuff, um, but I don't have the uh, uh, vocabulary or the basic understanding of a lot of things I read. So I try to like Google those and figure it all out. But uh, I will say that I do feel there's some um, some hope. You know, like I think that we all did the right thing, um, not just this country, but the world honestly in the in the beginning meaning it did seem like a real big deal and it's still a big deal i'm not i'm not trying to discount that um but as we learn more and more it's becoming obvious that we really do need to figure out a way to mostly go back to life you know um and I'm not saying that we go back to 600 people in a nightclub and everyone's sweating and it's a phone party. Um, but we need to figure out how to get 
closely back there while also being very cautious. Totally. And very aware of everyone's different thoughts on it. There are some people out there that are 25 years old, 100% healthy, that are wearing gloves and masks and avoiding leaving their apartments. And I, I, I respect that. If that's what you want to do, that's by all means what you should do. Um, there's war, World War II veterans that are in their late 90s who have got it, been hospitalized, and beat it. So we have uh, such a wide spectrum of, of who this is um, directly affecting. And I think at the end of the day, um, we, we just have to figure out what's comfortable for you, what's responsible for you, and what's responsible. Like, for give you an example. Um, got to visit my grandma a few weeks ago, and I didn't get to hug her. You know, I stayed 10 feet away from her and we had a conversation. She was in her recliner. I was in her guest recliner (laughs) and my mom was in some kind of weird, awkward chair to the right. But, um, you know, we got to have a conversation and I want to hug my grandma. I totally wanted to hug my grandma, but just to be safe. That's what, that's what we did at that moment as a family, not knowing and that's respectful. Like, do what you what what you think you need to do. Yeah, like take care of you. Do what's best for you and your family. Um, we we still all have a responsibility to each other to be respectful of what each other's doing and what we're doing to each other. It's just like mm. anything else in the world. Um, you know, I'm not gonna go take a piss on the sidewalk in front of everybody because I just feel like that would be easier. It's disrespectful to other people. Sounds kind of hot to me. Okay. We just took it to a different place, but like, let's like, we still need to be respectful of other people. Goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Like, like, can we just all respect each other? But if you make a conscious, a conscious choice, to go out and be around large gatherings and large groups, like, it is what it is. Some people are ready to, like, move on and, mm-hmm. you know, um, let's just say take their chances or um, live life as they normally would. And and I don't think there's anything, you know, wrong with that. And um, people survive off of this economy. And at some point we've got to, you know start things back up and listen, if, if I've taken anything out of this personally, it's that, um, family is so important and our downtime is really important. And I've been very lucky to, to have that. And I, I hope that other people have taken advantage of this, you know, slower quote unquote time, not for everybody, but for some people, um, to really, you know, take a step back and absorb all that. Yeah. And that reminds me of, you know, the whole, this, I'm, I'm speaking from a, a career point of view here, but the whole live music or live entertainment industry, you know, I've had dozens of friends and people that I care about who right now don't have a job. Um, they might be getting unemployment. And that's great, but that's going to run out, you know, at some point. Um, these are creative types who took a different path. You know, they kind of went for something and they were doing very well at it. Um, but we are in such a weird territory, <laughs> territory, uh, weird territory when it comes to concerts, you know, and, um, I don't have any kind of amazing inside information by any means, but I will tell you that, you know, the live nations and the AGs of the world are, are having these conversations. Like how do we have a chance to have a concert in 2020? Um, are we done till 2021? It's, it's all over the place. And, um, really goes back to the people. Like there are a massive amount of people, that want to go to concerts 
They want to see live music again. They, they, they need that. You know, like what I've learned through this whole process is, man, I was taking so much for granted when it comes to live music and working in this business. I got so spoiled that when we only had 60% of the, of our capacity show up for a national act, I was like, well, this is cool, but I wish it was sold out. And this, um, this whole thing, the best thing to come out of it, well, not the best thing, but there's going to be a lot of good things. One of the best is going to smack us all back down to reality. You know, we're all going to have a new appreciation for whatever we do, oh, um, especially if you're in the live entertainment business or the bar business or the nightclub industry. Like, there will no longer be anyone bitching about kind of a slow night because shit's been shut down. There's been no nights. There's been no concerts, you know, and like for a long time we all were live streaming stuff and people were trying to do their best, but at the end of the day, man, music is therapy, you know, social interaction is therapy for many people. And there's some of us that can just hang out with our close friends and our, our family you know, I think of the Browns on that weird show. They live in Alaska. Kyla, you know what I'm talking about? Kyla. Oh, the Alaska, uh, Alaskan bush people or whatever yeah. it is? like those yeah. people are oh, weird. That's weird. I mean, I like to be at home, so I yeah. feel like you're kind of judging me. Like, no, I'm no, no. totally a homebody. But you also absolutely love concerts. Concerts, What I'm saying yes. is the Browns, the bush people. They, <laughs> the bush people. The bush people. You know, like they want to be out in Alaska. Like, okay, cool. So, what just happened in the world is perfect for people like that. Yeah, it doesn't affect them at all. No, they're like, what happened? Let's cut down more trees. Yeah. But anyway, like I, um, I think if I had to guess, I'd say seventy-eight percent of this country is going to come out of this whole situation, not just the COVID thing, but everything else going on. And it's going to actually mean something. Yeah, so I, I think that uh, for me personally, and a lot of people I know, not that this is right, but I think that we're ready to like, you know, places to open back up, bars to open back up, restaurants to open back up, stores to open back up, um, you know, Daily services, I, and I know a lot of those places have begun to do that. I think it's just going to be nice to see, you know, I shouldn't say my staff, but see the staff that I've, you know, worked with for so long have their jobs back and um, start entertaining people again and, you know, providing these crazy world-class experiences for all of these different special occasions. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm just hopeful that we're going to start doing all of that again. Um, that includes concerts for me personally, because <laughs> I could use some concert therapy. Yeah. And I will say that, um, you know, what makes people happy and what, what makes people thrive, everyone's different. Um, Definitely. Um, but I will say that working in the entertainment and nightlife business or whatever you want to call it for all these years, um, I I rarely see more happy people than I do at nightclubs. Hey, hey listen, man, I I'm not trying to avoid the the honest conversation that you know alcohol's involved and it makes us all a little more frisky. Uh, but you know what I mean, like all these things, uh, whether it be sports or nightclubs or live music or concerts, like well, live music and concerts, same thing, but like. I tell you what, that we, we need these things. If you think back to, I'm not going to go like in a historical uh, nightmare here, but if you think back to way worse times, meaning technology and moder modernization, think about the Romans. Like the one cool thing they had, the two cool things they had was going to watch plays and going to watch some people get fucked up by animals. 
Like that was the entertainment. Because otherwise, if we didn't have outlets to entertain us, whether it be the arts, uh, whether it be sports, oh my, can you imagine? Can you imagine going through life? It would be not pleasant. I, <laughs> no, it'd be horrible. I got to tell you, though, <laughs> I haven't missed a lick of baseball. You know what? And I, that's just me. Mm-hmm. That's just me. I know, like. Well, that's because you're not a Cardinals fan. Well, no, I think it's just because I'm not a baseball fan. Like, I love the atmosphere of baseball. Like, I love going to baseball games. I love being outside. I love the heat. I love the beer drinking. Yeah, but let's face it. America's attention span over the years has gotten so short. It's not my attention span. It's just the slow pace of the game. I'm not saying you. So the, it's your attention span. No. <laughs> it's the slow pace of the game. It is a slow. Like, it's not. Mm, which whatever is your attention span? What I'm saying is, hey, no, I'm the I'm the same page. It's it's a hard deal to follow an but entire. But soccer MLB. is easier to watch than baseball. I mean, it's a little more fast paced. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Shit's hap- happening. That, I mean, that is true. I'm just saying, MLB season is way too long. Way 100%. I don't watch basketball either, and I played basketball. I watch college basketball. I do not watch the NBA. Well, anyway, we're all happy to have some entertainment back in our lives, aside from each other and TikTok. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah, TikTok. Apparently, my wife has downloaded TikTok. I did. I caved. I caved. And she showed it to me earlier. I have only seen TikTok videos posted by people on Instagram who, I guess they're, I mean, they're posting their TikTok videos on Instagram. But I did not know how it worked. She showed me, and I've got a big couple of weeks planned. <laughs> well, I did. I caved. I got the TikTok. It's quite amusing. Um, don't. I won't be making any videos, but it's entertaining to watch. Um, just so y'all know, she made one. She did not I post it. I made one, and I will not post it. I thought it was good. No, it's not good. Mm-mm. Nope. I, I mean, I thought it was entertaining. Well, it's entertaining because it's your kid and your wife. That's Other true. people won't find it entertaining. I mean, you never know. You never know. Anyway, um, we're getting close to the end here. So, we want to tell you um, about some exciting summer plans that we have. I guess they're not that exciting, considering some of it's unknown. <laughs> um, yeah. By the way, y'all, like, we don't really have a script for the show. Like, we basically talk about, like... Some of it we totally wing. And I think this is one of those parts. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's usually towards the end after we've had, like, a few drinks. We're like, ooh. Let's just talk about whatever. It's crazy to think that our summer is, we're halfway through it. Yes, this is true. Yeah. Our summer's going to, I mean, everybody's summer is like totally different, but like we're not going back to Jason's hometown for 4th of July. We normally do that, which is really sad. Well, we're not, we haven't decided we're not going back yet. I did get a text from Andy Boyer. Oh. Yesterday. Well, if, if Boyer wants us back, we're going back. Well, he said, uh, he said, uh, Jay, I'm about due for a bender. <laughs> so that, he tugged at my heartstrings, you know? Well, we got to go back, but like, we got to find a babysitter in old Memphis. Mm, that is true. Because the last few times we've been. Can't be my Aunt Sherry because. You get to have fun, and I just, you know, have baby. Yeah, which is fine. I love our babe, but I like to enjoy some time with you. Speaking of, we have adults weekend at the Lake of the Ozarks. August seventh. Yep. First weekend in August. Thursday through Monday. What? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it'll be a good time. I just shared the picture of you stroking our dog. <laughs> stroking her? Well, whatever you're doing over there. She likes her paws rubbed. Okay. 
Have you seen her face when you do this? No, because I don't do that. Well, that's why we have a better connection. Good, you can have her. I don't want her. <laughs> if these windows opened. <laughs> I'm just saying for you. No, not that mean of a person. <clears throat> All right, well, sweetheart, the new setup. Stop. Sorry. <laughs> Izzy does not need to be heard. Is that our cue to end? Yes, yes that's our cue to end. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Um, sweetheart, thank you so much for, like, the whole setup. Like, I, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. It means that... Ladies and gentlemen, next week, please tune in <laughs> for the special episode of Where the Fuck Did We Put This Setup? Because we've already had a fight about it. When I say a fight, I mean... It's not that big of a setup. It's way less than yeah. what we were borrowing, but... It won't fit under the bed. We have a bed. small apartment. I agree, but we're trying to do big things out of a small apartment. Well, just fun things. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. It'll be fine. I just... I want you to know, like, I'm so appreciative of you, you know, embracing my hobby, my longtime hobby, and really diving in. I love you for it. Oh, well, thank you. And I, I love you too. And I do see a future to where I'm not on this podcast anymore. I always want you on the podcast. I, I always want to be there. But I think once Sailor can start like uh, articulating, she might be on it. Well, we got a while <laughs> for that. But um, I always want you here. And I love your feedback. And thank you so much for helping. You got it. Now let's go do dirty stuff. Mm-hmm. What'd you say? What? Huh? Bye, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rally buzz. We have an outro for that. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Bradley buzzed.